declining to speak first. Okay, I'll start. Welcome to the off five. Thank you. And don't use technique 14 on me. I am into tor- <laughs> technique, <laughs> technique 14. 14. Oh, it's no. got to be a quicker way to say that. I'm Nathan. I'm Addie. And this is The Off Five, where we talk about every episode of The Office in order. That's right. And this week, we are on Season 3, Episode 19, The Negotiation. Longtime listeners will know The Negotiation is Addie's favorite episode, so she has a lot to prove. <laughs> yeah. She's going to do the majority of the talking, and, and I'll just chirp in. How long have I been building this up? And how disappointed would you be if I changed my mind? Uh, you've been building it up since the very first day I met you. <laughs> and if you change your mind now, I'll uh, be excited as long as the episode you're changing it to has it's not better. passed yet. Oh. But it wouldn't be a bummer if you were like, actually, that old episode was my favorite. <laughs> that I Rats. only gave an Alfredo's Pizza <laughs> Cafe yeah, to. Because right. you thought that was the only rating for a while. <laughs> yeah, I really did. Wikipedia is the best thing ever is both the segment we're about to do and also the thing that came from this episode. Yeah, it's just, it's because anyone can add information so you know you're getting the best info possible. I thought I was already drinking a beer and I hadn't taken any sips yet, so I angled it wrong when I lifted <laughs> it up and spilled all over myself. Oh, no. Because I thought, you know, if there was like a sip missing, I would have had to tilt it more. But you hadn't even taken a sip yet? Well... <laughs> I took the second sip. The first (laughs) sip is on me. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, Okay, so yeah, Wikipedia is the best thing ever. And here is our summary. In this episode... Roy Anderson... Tries to attack... Jim Halpert for kissing... Pam Beasley... On Casino Night. Only to be pepper sprayed... By Dwight Schrude. Jim repeatedly tries to thank Dwight for his actions... But each attempt is rejected. Meanwhile... With Roy fired. Daryl Philbin asks for a raise. And is astounded when he learns that this raise would cause him to be paid more than his boss. Michael Scott. Scott. Cool. Really got into it. (laughs) Picked a few different things from the episode and acted like those were plot points. We're done here. (laughs) Well, let's talk about Great Scott Productions and Trivia because this episode was a longer supersized episode. You know what that means? Uh... Bigger I'm, fries, bigger drink. Yeah. I watched the documentary. <laughs> yeah, they did too. They were like, supersize. We should supersize our stuff. And we should only eat McDonald's, guys. <laughs> and then they died. It worked out great for Morgan Spurlock. He became famous. Yeah. So it was actually the best thing he ever did. Meanwhile, me over here. Yeah. No one's no one who cares. <laughs> Just a vegan who only eats McDonald's every other day. <laughs> uh, directed by Jeffrey Blitt. You know who that is? Nope. Uh, he's like a football move. <laughs> no, anyway, he's. I love he actually he trying to do sports things. Yeah, oh man, me too. <laughs> Throw in the old pigskin around is what I do. So he's directed a lot of episodes. Well, a few, but some like The Convict, The Negotiation, Chair Model, Business Ethics, Stress Relief. He won some awards for Stress Relief, right? Yeah, uh, almost, or maybe he did. I think he did. Uh, and then he also directed The Banker, Ugh. Oh. Nepotism, Meh. not a f- big fan, and Counseling, which I don't recall. Is that the one where Jim and Pam are going to counseling? So I guess he stuck around. Yeah, I guess he had to go down with the sinking ship. You remember Nepotism, the episode where Michael Scott uh, strikes a child? <laughs> yes. That was the <laughs> Wikipedia summary of that one. <laughs> 
Oh man. Um, writer Michael Schur. Yeah, Michael Schur was uh almost winning a primetime Emmy award for this episode, but he lost to Greg Daniels for Gay Witch Hunt. You're kidding. Now they have a conflict. <laughs> that was win-lose. <laughs> wasn't pretty. Although, they could have still done lose-lose with their writing stuff, and that would have been worse. Yeah, that's true. So at least Greg Daniels got it. We do like him a lot. Greg so. Daniels? Yeah. Yeah. I when, when I heard that Greg Daniels defended his staff, I wanted to hear all about it for all day. And yeah. then I wanted to read about it with him later in. <laughs> but there was some other trivia for this one that I just noticed myself. Maybe it was on Wikipedia. I didn't read the whole page. Well, speaking of the old pigskin, what Jim? Oh yeah, John Krasinski's in um, Leatherheads, yeah. And for his role, he had to shave his head. So I don't know if this is what you noticed, but his hair's different. It's because it's a wig. I did notice it, but I actually wouldn't have noticed it if I didn't see that on Facebook. Oh, really? In the past week, it was like in season three, Jim didn't have a wig. And then I, and then I was looking at his hair and I'm like, that hair looks weird. Yeah. I noticed it, um, I think, probably the second time I saw it, the episode, mm. when I was um, just a wee lad. Yeah. And I was like, because, you know, it's a signature hair. That's true. You know. Has a signature on it. So, and yeah. you're like, now it looks like a forgery. Exactly. It was such a forgery. And it's because underneath that wig, he... Ford Leatherheads had removed his scalp and replaced it with pig skin. <laughs> the old pig skin, he called it. Uh, and then later on, they re- you know, they removed it because his body was rejecting the transplant. <laughs> and put his original scalp it back even had on. This, it had the stitches on the top, you know, the big white football Ew. stitches. What do you call those things? Uh, stitches. <laughs> laces. Oh, laces. I was going to Google it. <laughs> oh, man. We've, we we got to get up on this sports thing. Oh, my God. We're going to stay home and watch the Phillies game instead of recording a podcast. Is that what you'd prefer? <laughs> I think actually recording a podcast is more agoraphobic. Yeah, more agoraphobic. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry to uh, call out any agoraphobes listening now. Well, they probably like to listen. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know. it's a It's a home activity. I'd like to dedicate this episode to all the agoraphobes. Yeah, me too. I'll second that. All right. We didn't have any deleted scenes. No, we didn't, which I am happy about. Did you have more trivia? Nope. I had one Oh, wait, other I did. Thing. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't even say mine. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait, did I say it? I'm sorry. So, well, so when I was watching it on Netflix, I noticed that there was a couple of times where the subtitles didn't line up with what people were saying, and it confused me. Like, one time, Roy, when he's saying, I just got some stuff to say... In the subtitles, it said, I just got some stuff to say to you. But he clearly doesn't say it. And then there's another one where someone says, are you something, something? And someone answers, I am. But then it says, I do in the subtitles or some, the opposite way. But it's weird because the subtitle is wrong for the for like the way you would say it. Then the person says it right. I wonder how, the, how do you even get subtitles? Like, is it AI? It depends. I think it's AI for... Like broadcast TV sometimes, but for Netflix or something, I'm sure a person went over it. But maybe it's like the script. No, it that's be. what I thought was the script. So then the script was wrong. I guess, or or like that is a moment of ad libbing. Yeah, they changed it from am to do. Yeah, I guess to make it fit better with the sentence. <laughs> I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, what's your? Isn't that interesting? But where's your trivia? So Michael is sitting in the waiting room of the office building in New York waiting to ask Jan for a raise and he's sitting next to a woman who's wearing the same suit Urkel that grew. he is. <laughs> oh, that's right. 
Yeah, and it took he me he looks a, over at her, right? Yeah, it yeah. took me quite a while <laughs> to realize that. I think it was it wasn't that long ago um, that I realized that, and that makes it even funnier. I wonder if she got it from the same bin. They're probably rummaging around him <laughs> together, and maybe their hands touched, but he didn't didn't notice because he's too into deals and also Jan. But he, you know. It doesn't seem like he notices that they're wearing the same suit. That's the funny part is he looks over, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like he's like, oh. well, it's just more like. Hmm. It's really he didn't go home to change. Mm-hmm. He had to go negotiate with Jan and the lady suit as well. Before you ask for a raise, you're just going to wear the suit that you're wearing already. Well, at le- it's at least bisexual. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of our section, how the turntables. Because <laughs> he says the suit is at least bisexual, which he means... What's that word? Uh, Not... <laughs> what is that word? Unisex. Unisex, yep. Which just means that there's one thing yeah, for any sex. Exactly. One size fits all. Yeah. And he does some other... Uh, how the turntables... I thought consternation was incorrect, but upon Googling the word, he actually used that correctly. Yeah, feelings of anxiety or dismay. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, "Don't, no need for consternation. And I was like, wonder what he's trying to say. Yeah. And I just sounded it out and it's a real word. So I'm going to start saying that. Um. So, and then there's another one, which is disgruntled. He says, Everyone, everyone's very gruntled. Extremely gruntled, yeah. Yeah, and it, it kind of, uh, that is wrong. Yeah. He's wrong. Because, but grunt, but it's not wrong in the way I thought. Well, I don't know. I guess I assumed that gruntled must be a word because of the way they said it. It's like whelmed. Oh. But what it actually is. Or a little stitious. Yeah. Is dis, dis prefix (laughs) right here. Uh, It means it's an intensifier. So gruntled isn't the opposite of disgruntled. It's like less disgruntled. Oh, less gruntled, you mean? So, yeah. So you couldn't be extremely gruntled because you would be disgruntled. You'd just be... Oh, you just be gruntled? Back in the 1600s, gruntling meant grumbling. So if someone was gruntling, <laughs> they'd be even more upset if they were disgruntling. And it does look like disgruntled was a verb before it became an adjective. And we started to use it to describe people's emotions. So they'd be like, oh man, he's disgruntling over there. Are, do I hear a gruntle coming from you? Yeah. Hey, stop your gruntling. Gruntling. I think like the thing you'd say to a pig. Yeah. Yeah. Gruntling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all I got for that one. Um, I have a couple more things. You got more turntables? Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Here's the straight dope. Okay, what's that mean? Isn't I that mean, right? He just says it to to Daryl. Oh yeah. Is that not a turntable? It's st- straight. Or here's dope the table. rub. Here's the rub. Isn't that right? I mean, it's or that's not. I don't know. I've never heard that before. Oh really? No. It's or... it's like an old timey like. Old timey thing, like a you're like, hey, here's the rub, see? <laughs> kind of like gruntled. Yeah. Can't put a price on that hundred dollar gas card. Yeah. But though those so we, are just more like. Well, I guess that's true. He didn't use that phrase correctly because he said it about something you can absolutely put that price on, right? And he puts the price on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do we should we talk about Finer Things Club next or crack open a cold open? Um, let's do Finer Things Club later in the show like we've been doing. Let's do fashion show, fashion show, fashion show at lunch. Because I want to talk about... Women's suits? Yeah, lady suits. Lady suit. By Mysterious. 
It's not a real brand, unfortunately. Oh, mysterious. But that is uh, a really good brand to have, especially with the pink lining. Mm -hmm. The European cut. Yep. No. No pockets. No pockets on the pants. Why is that? Because you have a purse. Well, a lot of uh, ladies' pants will even have like a little, uh, you know, fake pocket on there. You know, sewed in. And it, you can't put your anything in there. So I don't like that. Neither do I. Because it makes it less comfortable because of the extra seams. But you know why I really don't like it? Some place in the world, probably not on this continent, someone's being yelled at to, to, to sew fake pockets onto pants for Americans. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> hey, your job is important. Sew those fake pockets on pants so it looks like people have pockets. But they don't really. And sometimes even the front ones are fake for ladies. Mm. It's because of purses. I carry a purse too. A purse, or no. do you just call it a purse? I call it a it's woman's. Bisexual. I call it a woman's purse. <laughs> I call it a lady purse. <laughs> a lady distinguish. purse. Um, well, yeah, that was the biggest fashion. And did you notice something about my fashion? Is that a lady jacket? It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mofo's got to hear about this. You can tell because the um, toggles are on the wrong side it is mysterious because the toggles are on the wrong side Plus it's got a cut for boobs it is, he is <laughs> they call that a um a the seam on the side you mean that's what do you call that a spear or something i don't call it anything but these are toggles <laughs> but it's got toggles and then it's got a zipper underneath the toggles which i appreciate because you know when it just says toggles it looks cool but are those real pockets Yep. Hard Wait, to believe. But here, let me, let me but it. it's like like just my fingers go in there. It was just they can't even fit my palm or thumb in there. Cause so I guess they're kind of fake. Did you get that in a bin rifling through? You know I did. <laughs> and feel how soft it is. It's the softest thing. It, you can t- it's so soft that I can tell it's never been washed. But like never been worn either. It's so soft. Because you know That's what, a European You know, like once you like put a sweater like this with the, yeah. with the fake fur in it the dryer. Pilling. Yeah, you might as well throw it away, put it in the trash. <laughs> Because it's not good. So usually when I get a sweater like that, I keep it as long as I can. Without I wear antiperspirant. It? And then once I wash it, I... Donate it? Yeah. Because it's... <laughs> but, but I can go a year without doing that. <laughs> this is so disturbing. Why? I, I, I just can't. I can't handle all this <laughs> info about your fashion. Are we done with fashion shit? <laughs> I'm done. I think I'm we merc- should cut mercifully this. into this. <laughs> let's go ahead and cut this segment. All right, I'm gonna cut it right now. <laughs> and let's make sure YouTube comes down to film this. Um, I I guess the the is there a reason you're wearing a man's suit to record a day? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a man's fedora. <laughs> I can tell. Okay, do let the record show. I am not wearing a fedora. <laughs> Please. Well, she just took it off, but so it's technically not a lie, but now it's on the floor. I have a chainsaw here. I'm about to cut off your head. <laughs> well, we get to see the film crew in the car again, which we've been getting to see a lot. And this time it's with Michael, Daryl, and Toby. So it's like a camera on the dash, right? Yeah, it's another dash All camera. three of them are in there. It's only a front seat for this um, truck. And I was thinking, why did they take this truck why is daryl's truck instead of michael's that's probably because it's a company car oh have to take for they won't have to pay for gas but i mean is it michael's sure but it's a uh, impractical in this climate yeah that's true i don't Very know impla- impractical. I, I, probably because they wanted to listen to daryl's radio 
Don't ever touch Black Man's Radio. I've never, I've never seen that. Rush Maybe Hour. Rush Hour. Never. Uh, I think it's in the trailer though. That that moment. Oh. But because I think Jackie Chan's trying to put on the Beach Boys or something stupid. But the problem is that Michael didn't learn his. He like forgot his Chris Rock lesson from way back in the oh, day. Oh yeah. Now he's he's doing a, a voice again. Uh, the main problem with that was the content of that Chris Rock bit, but. Both. It could be both. I think yeah. he could have learned both bits at the same time. He could have learned it. He could have learned a lot that and, day. And there's another uh, callback to Diversity Day as well. Is it the explanation of heroes? Yes, it's exactly what it is. When Dwight, he actually says almost the same exact definition of what a hero is. Yeah. Um, except this time he talks about heroes, the show. And I think last time he talked about Superman. Well, he does that. But then he also says there's two because then he says, I'm not a hero. Uh, real hero goes to work every day and then gets a call from the commissioner <laughs> you know oh, and he yeah. starts and he starts like he's talking about superheroes as well you think he's supposed to be like talking about everyday people but the you know the hero speech i love the hero thing people are always insisting they're not heroes but i just want one time someone to be like oh this person ran back in and saved three people even though he didn't have to and they weren't related to him and they'd be like you're a hero and he'd be like yeah <laughs> i mean <laughs> I mean, well, there's, who, there's who no, else, no two ways about it. Who else would be a hero? Me, obviously. I just almost sacrificed my life to save strangers. That's a hero, right? And then they're going to be like, oh, come on. Yeah, you You are... don't have to be so uh, about it. You, This is what a hero says. Oh, I'm not a hero. Someone else is a hero. Someone that's normal. I don't know. Someone then, that's worse than me in every conceivable way and actually doesn't seem that heroic. To me, they're the real hero because that's how heroic I am. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Humility. It's the number one thing for heroes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really important that you never say you're a hero. And when people say, thank you for your service, mm-hmm. that's implying that they think that they're a hero. Although, people don't like to hear that. Thank yeah. you for your service. Unless um, unless they're working at a counter at a restaurant. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> thank you for your service. Yeah. Uh, thank me in tips. Thank you. Whenever uh, someone says that they did something, I like to say, you know, I don't throw around the word hero a lot. And then... <laughs> and then not throw it around. Yeah, well, I don't want to throw it around at you because <laughs> what a lame thing you did. So I'm definitely not going to do it now. I saved a life today, my own. <laughs> I'm not a hero, but I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, H stands for humility. E stands for everybody. R stands for Regrets. respecting your oh. elders. <laughs> and O stands for ovaries. <laughs> Ovation. Oh, opera. <laughs> All of them. Wasn't Hero an acronym? Yeah, it was. Yeah. What was it? I feel like we didn't learn anything from Mr. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I will not be calling you that. I'm going to call him that because it's his name. I liked um, also the end of the show in terms of... The Office? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm trying to get us back on pace here and it just never works. Okay. I was just, I was thrown off because you were talking about The Office. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, so the end of the office episode that we're talking about, which is the negotiation, when they're talking about negotiation, there's a voiceover and it is Michael saying, Life is about negotiation. It's about a back and forth. Mm-hmm. And at the same time we see um Pam and Roy leaving the restaurant after they've kind of had a, you know, a conversation. Although they negotiated to not be mad at each other anymore, I guess. 
But was Pam ever mad? Win, win, win. <laughs> yeah. Question. Why would Pam go and have coffee with, with Roy? I mean... Because he just had some stuff he needed to say. But she just told Jim that she's not going to... Yeah. Well, they weren't getting back together. No, I know. But I think that's so. the thing. You're supposed to be like happy that he's... That he's uh, they're having a conversation about like acceptance. Yeah. yeah. I just... I, I would have been like, no way. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, who's to say? But closure... Yeah. You don't want closer. the last thing to be like when he was marched in and out with security. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because he didn't do, I mean, he only tried to do bad things. Yeah. Yeah. And he got fired. Yeah. Now he's going to have to, I don't know, start a gravel company, meet a hotter person, and <laughs> have a surprisingly classy wedding where he learned to play piano. <laughs> I just don't even know. I'm so excited for the. Um, later seasons because that doesn't even ring a bell for me like I just blocked all that out so when we get to that season it's going to be like watching it for the first time and I probably will be horrified and I can see it through your eyes exactly (laughs) the horror (laughs) Uh, well should we do a segment that we like to call Kevin's Chilies where we talk about the references absolutely people people um... got any people references no. <laughs> Steve Martin. Terry Hatcher. Oh, sex. Terry Hatcher. What? Who's Terry Hatcher? Hillary Clinton. Why? Because of the lady suits? Yeah. So you look like Hillary Clinton. They did? Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's what Daryl says. Um, That's... Uh, nice. Usher Jennifer Hudson Kapoor. Oh, yeah. I didn't know who Jennifer Hudson was, but apparently she's an American Idol singer. So, not... Jennifer Hudson? You don't know who Jennifer Hudson is? No. Is that is that where she got famous, or...? I was thinking she... of Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> I think I was. I was thinking of Jennifer Connelly. The eyebrows? Um, she was uh, Noah's wife in Noah. Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Jennifer Hudson is um, an actress as well. She's in Dreamgirls. But yeah, I guess she did start on American Idol. I didn't I didn't know that. Well, I guess, you know, you learn something new about Jennifer Hudson every day. That's <laughs> I always say that, <laughs> especially today. And then uh, Bono. Oh, a hero. Yeah. Uh, Terry Hatcher was on Desperate Housewives. Uh, yeah, I saw that. But you know Steve Martin. Oh yeah. Heck of a banjo player, and he was in The Jerk and yes. Bowfinger. What's your favorite Steve Martin movie? Um, how Pink many? Steve- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See how many Steve Martin movies you can name in ten seconds. I'm gonna count. Okay, one second. Let me pull up his Wikipedia. Page. Well, uh, that <laughs> kind of defeats the point. <laughs> Let's defeats see. the point. Let's see. Uh. The Jerk, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, that's it. Wasn't he also in a music video with... Um, Eddie Murphy? Oh, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk about... Rush oh, Hour 1, Star Wars, the movies. Oh, that's right, yeah. Star Wars, Rush Hour 1. He describes it. the Han Solo arc in Star Wars and then Heroes, and that's it. So, you know... We did a segment called We Gotta Make Sure YouTube Comes Down to Film This, and I forgot to say anything during that. So I have some <laughs> things still. Uh, so one is when Roy's talking with Pam and at the coffee shop, and he looks at the camera when he says, I thought maybe he was gay. And oh, he's like, yeah. Uh, not that that's wrong. While he's looking oh, at the coffee Oh, yeah. I forgot camera. about that. He was trying so hard to say not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Remember that. Seinfeld, guys? That was also a show. I mean, this isn't a show. This is real life. My real life, but... And then the other one was when they're interviewing Toby outside the office while the negotiation's still going on. 
Like they're like, hey, Toby, could you come out and talk about how this is going to be a court case later? Oh, yeah. Just leave what you're doing. That was kind of weird. It seems like that should have been after they said, Toby, do you want to take a break or something? Or was it? But anyway, that's when it should have been. Yeah, that was kind of interesting because, well, yeah, Jan asks him to leave the room and they should have just put that right after. But you're right. It was like before that had happened. But it's funnier to get it right after they talk about Michael yeah. withhold, uh, withhold sex. I guess that's just kind of showing the editing of the documentary crew. But um, what do you think? Withholding sex? Good. Good negotiating move when you're Michael. When you're a subordinate. Yep. A sub. We call Asking, <laughs> asking for um, a, a mod- oh. modest scheduled race. From a dom. <laughs> yeah that's good <laughs> that'll go all the way to the supreme court all right did you say all you wanted to say about this I've segment s- said all i wanted to say and i think we're ready for characters or second drink second drink we're already on our second drink so we can just do it right now i'm drinking something that is Pretty good special and i've never had it before it's from odell brewing company uh we do drink a lot of odell around here. we really do it's called the Green Coyote. How, how did you pronounce it? <laughs> well, because like in the middle, I was like, should I say coyote or coyote? And so I just it came out as both. <laughs> the Green Coyote. Is that how you say it? I put the emphasis on the middle syllable of coyote. The, which syllable? Coyote. Which syllable? And you say coyote. Coyote. It's a coyote. Coyote. <laughs> Tomatillo one. sour. Can I try that? What are you drinking? Uh, Avery IPA. Avery is good too. Weird. Hmm. You don't That's like it? That's pretty good. Oh, yeah, I like it. Someone told me that was a really bad beer, so I kind of had it not. I wasn't drinking it for a while, but I should have because it's good. Yeah, I really like it. Okay, great. Well, let's talk about the characters, and then we'll do finer things. Okay. So for characters, do you think the world is crawling with Phyllis's? Oh, yeah. That's what we call it. Uh, Ryan. What's Ryan up to? Arguing with Kelly back there in the annex because of his betrayal at business school. And he is also making out with her. That's awesome. Pretty hot. And they're talking about what they named their kids, which is Usher, Jennifer, Hudson, Kapoor. <laughs> um, so that's about it going on in the annex. Well, uh, Kelly has a, has a fun thing. We actually get to see Kelly doing her job. I know. Where she says, oh my God. I can totally help you with that. I think she's actually a really good customer service rep. Well, yeah. Did you hear what she says, though? After? She's like, oh, looks like you bought 12,000 reams of paper. Oh, 12 reams of paper. <laughs> I couldn't tell if she had misread it on the file or if that was the complaint that they received oh. 1,888 reams of paper that they didn't want <laughs> <laughs> and probably also were billed for. Yeah, I wonder. That would bankrupt a, uh, any person or small business. Oh my gosh, yeah. So that might have been a really angry person, so that makes it even funnier how p- yeah, chipper I she's being. Yeah, I can totally help you with that. Or she might have just misread it on the screen and was like, oh. I hope it was just misreading it. Yeah. Oh, 12. Oh, 12 kilometers of paper. How do you... Not 12,000 miles of paper. How do you misread that, though? Uh, well, I don't know. At least she's nice. She's super nice. Okay, and next we got Kevin. He owes Michael $15 and is quick to go ahead and pay his dues after he finds out how much Michael makes. Yep. And it's funny, but it's not exactly clear whether or not Kevin's doing it as a joke. Like, he's not smirking enough. No, I think he's doing it seriously. 
Really? Yeah. yeah I, don't think, I don't know. But I think Kevin's the real hero because he's able to warn Jim that Roy is back <laughs> very slowly after Roy leaves. That's actually really cute. And there's multiple people that call him Kev in this. Like, Kev, yeah. good night, Kev. And I kind of like that. It's endearing. That's Jim does that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's cute. Only people that are friends with him. Yeah. I'm not. So I call him Kevin. <laughs> and what about, I don't think Meredith's in this episode. Do Meredith's you? not. Oscar's not really. He just tells the story. Toby has actually a really good or a really big part in this. He not only gets to go to New York, but he has to collect all the data for the report mm-hmm. about what happened. He's on the phone call with He's Michael. He's like a hard-boiled detective, see? Yeah, exactly. And it's um, pretty easy because he doesn't even have to translate the story into like words like perp. Because Dwight just says that. But real time saver. <laughs> yeah. To say perp. Thanks, Dwight. Yep. Is it, can the you end. Guys, can you guys be quiet? There's a lot of people. A lot back of people. <laughs> I know. And then he's, when they're like, uh, we're going to New York. And he's like, why? Like, I'm going to hit you in the head with a hammer. And he's like, fine. <laughs> Better than this. Yep. Uh, Angela is wetter than a glass of water <laughs> the entire episode. It's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, she's really getting it going here with the the reports that toby's making yeah which she finds um secretly titillating yeah titillating. she hates that <laughs> she does like she hates to be titillated but she being titillated <laughs> she likes it in this situation and it's kind of cool because then we get to see the version of the events from everyone's perspective mm-hmm. like creed right uh he filtered it through whatever mushrooms he was on at the time <laughs> yeah creed sees it as someone stole a car and there's a sack of nickels and a, a hairspray and a lighter yeah which would have been cool too and I it guess. was it was in the middle of the night even though it was that morning <laughs> and he stole 40 dollars from michael oh yeah in a way michael gave it to him <laughs> i don't owe you 40 dollars in a way you do yeah um Phyllis has like a great fun time pointing out the shoulder pads and the... Oh, yeah, she does. She even like grabs the suit to like show it. She's like, look. <laughs> she loves that. She is having so much fun. That is really cute. Um, Thank God Packer's not in this. Mm-hmm. Daryl, one of my favorite characters. Yeah. And I think this episode is a huge reason why. This is the best thing he did since when he was just sitting there after reporting the email. (laughs) And he was like, very busy, Mike. This is his (laughs) best thing since then. I know. And and then since that, the basketball. Yeah. He's just really shining through in this episode. And he's just straightforward about what he wants. He he does have a sense of humor. Mm -hmm. And... He's just endearing. I love him. I can tell you're going to give him the Dundee and I'm going to do my Dundee before you. <laughs> make it happen, Captain. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. That was another mess up. He says, make it happen, Captain. I'll he's do like, it, Sergeant. Yeah, Sergeant. <laughs> but he doesn't realize he's like doing Captain Crunch or is that what it is? Make it happen, Captain. I don't know. Me and the Captain making it happen. Some mofos got to hear about this one. So when is he saying mofos or more folks? I was wondering that too, actually, but I... I decided to go with mofos. <laughs> I think that's what it says in the subtitles too, but oh, I thought really? it was like some more folks got to hear about this. Or some, yeah, some more people. Yeah. Well, like, I think it's like he's, oh, he's pulling out his phone again. We got we to gotta tell people about this one as well. The flip phone that he takes a photo of the suit with. Mm-hmm. 
Like you can really see the details on that. Zippity zappity. Give him the boppity. And I love how Daryl's during the negotiation just on the phone with people telling him how little money that Michael makes. <laughs> and then it pans and then over like, and Michael's just like. It's like, all right, well, when you're done with that phone call, I feel like we're on equal power dynamics <laughs> yeah. for this negotiation. <laughs> he should have just canceled negotiation and had it the next day. He's off on such a bad foot. Yeah. Instead, he just asked for another 15. <laughs> yeah. The negotiation has taken four hours and they haven't got even gotten to the offer yet. Yeah. Um, Roy, we didn't really see much of him this episode. Oh, we didn't talk about Daryl's inviting of Toby to stay with him and his brother or cousin or something. But it ain't <laughs> that big, big house. when it comes no, to no, not that big. And you can get on the bus. You can get back on the bus pretty. Yeah, soon. bus will get you back real quick. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's really funny. It's like Daryl's like really friendly. He's he super friendly. Like, love Toby. They're not friends. He just really doesn't like Michael. Yeah, but. You know, we we're talking about the later seasons. Eventually, like Daryl moves up to the regular office. That's right. Because Craig Robinson is famous and funny. But it's a real bummer that he wasn't there with Michael more, with uh, Steve Carell, because they have such a good back and forth. Yeah, they really By the time do. they bring him up there, it's kind of like to like help replace him. But it was, I wish he could have been up there, you know, next season or something. I know. I agree. I wish we saw Daryl more because his one-liners are so good. Mm -hmm. And his delivery. Yeah, his delivery is so serious because, like you were saying, he's such a nice guy. And when he says it ain't that big, like the house, like you can't stay, it's not mean. Or it doesn't seem like he's like being exclusionary. It's just like his delivery is just like, well, we don't have room for you. So, (laughs) I mean, it's pretty funny because he's like. He's like, yeah, it's a big place. Maybe I'll stay. Yeah, it's not that big. <laughs> you know, like, like he didn't say it's big enough for one guest, but not two. He said, it's a big place and it's not that big. And also, big place in New York City is really, really, really expensive. So I have to think. His, uh, His cousin. Is really well off. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't get, he's like, what, rent up there is crazy. Yeah. If you're a listener from New York, tell us how much and how big your place is. Yeah, I want to I want to feel better about myself because I've been looking for a new place and yeah. I'm like, how am I going to afford this? Yeah. And it's like $600. Oh, no. Yeah. I was listening to The Devil Wears Prada and I think it was released in the 90s and it's like $2,200 for a one bedroom apartment with a balcony and they're like, excited to have gotten it. Oh, my God. Yeah. With like no bathtub and no dishwasher and just like falling apart but it was like you know like a lot of applicants and that was in the 90s oh no when you do you know how much a car cost back then no probably still a lot but you know i want to know how much carrie paid for her apartment in sex in the city or how much the friends were paying for their monstrosity oh my gosh with high ceilings. yeah yeah carrie's on the upper east side is that where they they don't they live like right next Charlotte. to central perk oh oh talking about sex Sex and city City. oh friends too yeah Yeah. i mean that's the thing is like everyone on tv lives in new york but how because it's their sets in la (laughs) yeah that's true uh well let's talk about andy returning he's back and he's getting pepper sprayed yep um which is a funny touch it's great (laughs) uh i didn't know pepper spray was like a milky liquid i thought it was like spray but I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know either. I have never used it. I have some. Let's go try it out. We'll come back. 
Okay. See who's laughing now. <laughs> um, oh, I love pepper spray. You do? Yeah. Smoke smoke it. No. What I love about pepper spray is it's de-escalating. Yeah. So a lot of people like go on a hike, you know, a walk or something in the dark and like bring like a knife or a rock or something. And it's like, if they're a real criminal or a gun... I'm just gonna or, take that away from you and murder you. I mean, but if you have pepper spray, no one's murdering anybody. Everyone's like, Ugh. yeah, you know, like you're or not like in no a, mood to murder or, or, you know, kiss people. I mean, um, <laughs> like a a taser, it's not as good as a taser because, or well, no, 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 a taser is worse. Yeah, because you can miss. Yeah, and, and then, then it's them. still escalating. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna kill them with pepper spray unless yeah. they have really bad asthma and an yeah. allergy allergy to pepper spray. Yeah. Um. I used to work in Montana and there was a lot of grizzly bears around. And um, so we'd always sell bear spray Mm -hmm. for people. And this one mother thought that bear spray worked like bug spray. So she sprayed (laughs) her. Bear repellent? Yeah, she sprayed her kids inside the (gasps) lodge. So we had to evacuate the entire lodge. Because that stuff is really powerful. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, you look up the pepper spray ads or uh, reviews on Amazon. It'll be like, well, I wanted to see how it works. So I sprayed like a small amount into my sink and we had to evacuate our entire <laughs> apartment. <laughs> like I still can't breathe. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. But anyway, that's what, re- uh, I guess we're talking about Dwight now. That's what re- results in Dwight's tools all get taken away, but not all of them because he still has a lot when it comes to the duel later. Do they get taken away? Yeah. Toby's putting them in a box. Oh, it's like, nightstick and stuff the nunchucks yeah oh because because dwight uh just sprayed an employee for no I reason i guess that makes sense you know, dwight could have been fired for that yeah technically the only people that got hurt for both incidents were everybody because of dwight <laughs> that's true everybody i mean roy looked like he was gonna hurt somebody but you can't prove that uh, oh except for angela she wasn't there so she still doesn't know the whole story the perp had his arm and fist cocked um, indicating a attack position. Yeah, do you ever cock your fist or your arm? <laughs> and then just, I feel like once it's cocked, you like have to punch something. Yeah. Because otherwise you can't just like let it go. No. You'll get a, you get a blue armpit. <laughs> oh, I was just waiting for where that was going to go. Uh, I can't. Did you have a better one? No. <laughs> you looked like you were going to say something. Okay. No. Um, what about Karen Filippelli? Karen, I... I'm just wondering about Karen. Oh, yeah? What are you wondering? She knew that Jim had feelings for Pam because that was revealed in The Return. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, how does this feel, though, for her? Because, to me, this would make it seem like there was something still going on, you know? Mm. I mean, because that did happen so long ago. Yeah. And... And Roy's reaction was such an overreaction, especially um, compared to Karen's reaction to the news. And so if I were Karen, I would think there's something else going on here. Mm. Well, and then I think it's Kevin that asks, how does it feel? Yeah. And, you know. And she says, feels great, Kev. Yeah. Uh, I agree. But it's weird that they don't give her time. To really be more... mad about it. And I f- yeah. I feel like that would kind of reflect badly on her because it didn't really have anything to do. Jim didn't do anything. Well, they have to, you know, she said they, she mentions that they have to have long talks about it, but we don't really see that. And so we see Jim tired. Yeah, that's true. I just, 
I don't know. I don't really like how they portrayed Karen. For some reason, I can't put my finger on it, but she just seems kind of passive, I guess. Mm, I don't know if that's the right word. It is weird, but you know, early on, the first cold opening, she's like telling Jim he has to go on a date with her. Yeah, I guess that might be part of it. And then later on, she's like, go make money so we can go on a trip. Yeah, that's part of it too. It's just the whole image that we get of Karen in this episode feels... Maybe, I guess, maybe it's that she still has some resentment towards him. I would imagine so. And this just makes it worse. And it honestly kind of just makes it, like, really awkward. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Jim, because he's tied up basically in three plots. Well, I mean, they're related. But because of the initial incident, he's talking to Karen, who's, like, his friend in this episode. Like, she's the one talking to him like a friend. Pam isn't. Because he's talking to Pam and she's kind of, we can talk about her in a minute, but she doesn't handle their conversation very well. Then he almost got punched, but he he doesn't seem to personally take it that hard. But then his other plot is with Dwight, the entire episode of trying to pay him back yeah. um, by giving him various things or not giving him various things. Yeah, he is caught up in three different, different complicated um dynamics and he's in the scenes helping michael practice negotiations so it's weird for not making a big impact in this episode he's in all of it except for going to new york yeah but it's not like about him that's that's what's kind of weird yeah he's more of a supporting character i guess but i don't even know what it is that he would be you know like what is the main conflict because even having um roy like try to punch him He's gone the rest of the episode. So that mm-hmm. conflict is kind of gone. It's just more like the ripple effect of it. Mm-hmm. But we don't really even see like the ripple of Karen. I think what's kind of interesting with Karen and Jim maybe is you don't see that much of their emotions. Like yeah. he doesn't get super upset. I mean, he's like grateful. And even when Roy um, apologizes, it's kind of like just a shrug. He's like, it's cool. Yeah. He's not like thank you but he's not like mad or scared or any of like the more base emotions yeah and it's i guess that does reflect kind of the you know documentary style here of what they're trying to um you know bring to the forefront of Mm -hmm. the plot because they don't ever follow jim and karen home like we never get to see them outside of work together that's true and so that part is kind of private you don't really get to see that and their dynamic within the office is so surface level, like friendly, mm-hmm. that it's kind of that's what it makes it weird. I think for me with Karen, but even when she says like we can go on a trip, he just he doesn't look like irritated or anything. He's like, All he's right. like okay, yeah, yeah, that's true. And even that um, confrontation or a little moment that Pam and Jim have near the soda machine, although it was kind of brief and awkward, it was more intimate than any interaction that jim and karen had oh that's a good point but let's talk about that interaction because pam kind of messes it up oh my gosh she misplays her hand or something it's really weird it's awkward yeah she's like oh sorry you almost died he could have broke your nose or something yeah because he's so tough that's like not the way to open it up she should have opened it up with that i am really sorry yeah said she does that at the end yeah i think she's like trying to keep it lighthearted. Yeah. But it doesn't really work because... Because he's just like, wow. Yeah. But I don't think that... I think that his anger is a little misdirected. I think he's more just bitter 
that she would go back to him again. Yeah, from back at Phyllis's wedding. Yeah. And but he's not acting angry. He's just like, well, you know, he's he, like, I've heard, I've kind of heard this before. Yeah, but he is kind of acting like, because she's like, it's over, it's completely over, and he's like, I'm sure that, it, you know, he's he's not taking her word, like he's. Well, be- I think if she hadn't started the conversation like yeah. she did, they might have been better if he said yeah. like, yeah, maybe she had like, she should have like started with being honest, yeah, saying I'm sorry, and then saying like, what happened at Port Richards. Because yeah, he wasn't there. exactly. Yeah, to explain like yeah. what happened, to say, hey, I've been, I just I'm so sorry, and I've really been trying to be honest and mm-hmm. move forward. So I told Roy about what happened between us. Yeah, and um, he was not happy. Obviously. And the other thing is, it's been a long time, so it feels like this is a way overreaction, and it is because you shouldn't do something like this. But it's not crazy to expect this for Jim. Like Jim did this. Yeah, exactly. He did kiss her back then at that at when he she was engaged. He's like lucky she wasn't more mad at him, but Roy would have been mad no matter what. Like like yeah. so if he had found out back then he would have done the same thing. Exactly it's or worse, like been a um, delay. Yeah. Imagine what it would have been like if Well, and like another point is that if Roy is able to do this, you know, how many months later? Mm-hmm. And he's able to do this in public in front of the a entire office and a camera crew. Yeah. Then what is he doing behind closed doors, you know, to Pam? So it just kind of like yeah. shows you that this relationship is really abusive. And that's why, you know, people go back to their abusers. Yeah. Well, I think Roy is humiliated, too, because he, he got be. broken up with and he didn't know why. And then yeah. he spent all this time just like doting over Pam and like trying to win her back because he must have disappointed her in some way and he did but she didn't tell him this and then when he to finally find out that and he is, has someone to really blame bad yeah. yeah but I mean yeah and it's he's mis he's kind of misdirecting it because he's he's mad at Pam yeah for doing that and not being honest and like allowing him to like even you know to like come and like now they're dating again and stuff without still having told him and then she finally tells him but it's like hey we're drunk oh i should tell you by the way since you mentioned like not keeping secrets like let me just tell you this in public i'm glad i was in public like we talked about last time but it's like it's a rough situation all around yeah and i mean you can tell that jim was expecting this because of the look that he gives pam Mm -hmm. because when roy comes in and is mad Obviously, Jim knows it's because of that because he looks over at Pam like, what the f*** did you tell her? Albert. Like, yeah. like, oh, hey, Roy. <laughs> How's it going? And he does do that, but. Yeah, but. Jim's just so cool, though. Like, he's so. He's... And maybe, like, too cool to relate to. but Too cool, yeah. But let's talk about Michael and, and Jan real quick. Oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. Michael, I mean, it's sad wearing woman's suit because. Because he's going to the discount bins and because he hasn't gotten really any raises for 14 <laughs> years. So it all compounds. And uh, and feels feel bad, you know, he's publicly dating Jan now. And, yeah. And uh, she's telling him not to say yeppers and, you know, didn't suggest to him that he get a raise. No. Or offer one, even though she would have been the one to approve it this whole time. It's just a little bit awkward. Yeah, it's really awkward. Um. But I do love his faces. There's some really good classic Michael faces, like especially during the negotiation with Daryl. Mm-hmm. 
like before when he's declining to speak first and he goes (laughs) (laughs) you know (laughs) like he doesn't realize his misuse of all the negotiation tactics it's really similar to like dwight talking about how all the ways you know someone's lying but then not being able to see him like michael doesn't understand that not speaking first only works when you don't speak first your first line can't be i'm declining to not yeah exactly i'm declining to speak first because you still spoke first and also it doesn't phase him at all no it doesn't or like with jim when he's like i'm gonna force him to be in a more compromising position and then he leaves and he's like sex terry hatcher and and he's like oh what and he puts himself (laughs) in like the most compromising position like draws him right in yeah he like can't do it he can't daryl and Jim are both like smooth and he's not. And even with him and Jan, the 12% raise versus the 15. Yeah. And then he just doesn't get that. She can't give him a 15. She just said, you have to ask for that. (laughs) Yeah. And for Jan to do that in front of the camera is a little risky because she's like basically feeding him a line of like, you know, she's showing her hands and it's obviously because they're sleeping together. (laughs) You would think that she would tell him that and then he would do the other part in front of Toby. Exactly. But instead it's like she tells him to do it and then he just does it. It's like, why don't you just lie if you're going to like document your reception? (laughs) Exactly. Just be like, and then he said yes for 15. Yeah. Don't even tell Michael. (laughs) Or just be like, I'm going to put down that you asked for 15. So here's a 12% raise. Yeah. Yeah. 12%, you know, Daryl's getting 10 or whatever. 12 is actually pretty good, though, right? Yeah. We've been there 14 years, dog. (laughs) You got to get out and earn. They're not going to pay the working man more than the boss. Get paid, son. Show her who wears the pants in the relationship, which is funny because they're lady pants. Yeah, a pants suit. And they don't have pockets. As opposed to a dress suit, which I guess Michael would have been tipped off on more quickly, but maybe not. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I love the way Daryl is encouraging him when he's on the phone. He's, he's like, well, we can do it later. And he's just like shaking his head. Doing it now. I was shaking my head too. You can't see that. But well, hold on. maybe you could because of the Doppler effect. Shaking his head. <laughs> Something like that. The Doppler. Yeah. And Michael, you know, finally getting. He's right. You know, he got put in charge of the branches. I guess the unspoken thing is they didn't want him in charge of the branches. They are shipping more still, than ever. Yeah. He still has to do. He still had to oversee. Well, I mean, not that the employees stayed besides Andy and Karen, but... That's true. He did have to oversee... But they're shipping more than ever to people that didn't even order that because they only ordered 12 reams, (laughs) turns out. (laughs) 12,000. Yeah. We we shipped so much extra to that one guy at his house. (laughs) (laughs) 12 reams of paper isn't that much. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that brings us to the rating. Hmm. Rating. On our patented seven point scale <laughs> that goes from patent pending yeah that's true takes a while i put it in an envelope and mailed it to myself and it still hasn't come but <laughs> um, when it comes back i'll know for sure that it's a know. patent yeah uh so we got absolutely i do a seven out of seven six out of seven is beach day pretzel day <laughs> five out of seven is beach day four out of seven is alfredo's pizza cafe three out of seven is what wait, what is five what did we do that? Oh, beach day. Beach day. Okay, four out of seven is is Alfredo's, Alfredo's pizza, pizza cafe. cafe. Three out of seven is a little stitious. Two out of seven is garbage the cat. And one out of seven is this, this period just, just period sucks period stinks stinks period. period. Okay. Uh, well, I guess we get to find out whether or not this is actually your favorite episode in a moment. Um. Okay. 
Okay. Three, two, two, one. one. Absolutely, I do. Oh, (laughs) I knew it. Seven out of seven. Uh, I've been waiting to give the seven out for a long time. I know. I don't know why. I think it's being contrarian. That's true. Wait, what did you choose? uh, Garbage. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) What the heck? No, I chose pretzel day, but let's do absolutely I do. Well, since it's your birthday. Six out of seven. (laughs) It's your birthday. (laughs) Birth week. Yeah, let's. It's the moment you emerged from your mother's vaginal canal. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Never did that. Nope. <laughs> I don't think I would have remembered that. So, uh, no, yeah, let's do absolutely I do. I was just kidding. Okay. Wow. But I, we still high fived. Okay. <laughs> I know we did. It's like a instinct now. Okay, Dundee, well, you got to give your Dundee first. Daryl. Damn it. <laughs> Daryl's so good. Why? He gets paid, son, and he gets Michael paid, and he still has fun with it, and he gets to drive and gets to visit his cousin and hanging out, and oh my god! So I'm giving it to Daryl for best art of the dealing. All right, I guess I'll give it to Dwight because he defends standing there like a I hero. Mean, yeah, I guess he did. And he gets laid, son. To oh yeah, that's in the true. office. I guess he assaulted two of the um, coworkers. Mm-hmm. Yep, one that deserved it, one that didn't. Fifty <laughs> percent success rate. Yeah, there. but but he still did like get the pepper spray in the eye. That's true. So he's a good shot. Probably a lot of practice. You know, uh, earlier Dwight and Andy had a whole tit for tat doing compliments. How do you think the pepper spray in the eye necessarily <laughs> factors into that? I think like, Andy might have the upper hand at this point. <laughs> yeah, Andy's back from anger management, so so you can't be angry about it. No. Um. Hard, is, hard test right away. It is, yeah. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe uh, what's her name? Set that test up. Whatever her name is, the name repetition girl. <laughs> oh, you must be whatever her name yeah. is. Yeah, we didn't talk about how Jim saw Angela and Dwight knocking boots. Making were they no, making they, sweet love already? No, I think they They're were just, just kissing. yeah, they were just kissing. But that is a good payback. It is cool. Yeah, and uh, what's he gonna do with that uh, glass? bobblehead case and also why is that a good gift because you can't bobble it it's true you have to shake the whole dust gets the dust out of there he should just dust it secretly every day for a year oh yeah that would be the real payback i'm sure dwight already does that well yeah waters the plants yeah uh what else does he do rearrange michael's toys he could rearrange dwight's toys his collectible figurines and they're worth more than your house (laughs) (laughs) or car yeah well well yeah you should Go and visit us at the Finer Things Club at Facebook. And go ahead and get on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I'd like for you to go to the Off 5 Podcast Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And there you will find a picture of Nathan wearing lady clothes. Oh, no. <laughs> Some of folks got to hear about this. <laughs> Some of folks got to. You guys. <laughs> um, I didn't which know I'm about posting that. right now. Oh, cool. Um, while you're posting that, I will tell you that you can email us at the off5podcast at gmail.com. Let us know about the thing I asked about earlier that I already forgot. How much your apartment costs in New York. And <laughs> could you also um, leave us a review? Yeah, because we don't have any new reviews. And when we don't have any new reviews... We have to use our tears as soy sauce. That, as you know. <laughs> and I have been using my tears as reduced sodium soy sauce, and it's not as good. <laughs> so... Well, how is that going to fix it? Send us some soy sauce is what I'm saying. Send me a packet. and uh, The toggles. I can't take it. What? Oh, <laughs> toggles. toggles. You know what that's short for? Ah, no. Turtle goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell? 
Because <laughs> the way their eyes look. Oh, that's weird. But yeah, and we're also on a new podcast host. It's called Anchor. So if you go to the off5.podiant.co, there will be nothing there now. <laughs> so type it's HTTP slash slash co, and you won't be able to find it. The feed will still be active and that's how you found it. Oh, okay. And thank you so much for listening to the off five. It's been, how do you feel about doing an episode every two or three weeks? <laughs> I think it's good. I think it's great because now we can do this podcast well into our 70s. <laughs> I know. If we keep slowing down at the rate we're slowing like, down at, yeah. We're two years in. Yeah, anemic growth is how we describe the podcast. <laughs> two years in and we're only on season three. Because my roommate asked me, I was like, yeah, I'm going to record a podcast. And he was like, oh, how Aren't far you done? are you guys? Yeah. yeah, how far are you guys? So I'm like, season three, episode 19. He's like, that's it. We barreled through that first and that's second season. 50 episodes. That's true. 50 episodes, including our bonus interview with Lila Beck and uh, Matt Summer from That's What She Said. And we've got a few guests. Oh, and the Office Super Fan Convention and Philadelphia, or probably Scranton, <laughs> make more sense, in Scranton, Pennsylvania in 2020. Check it out. Go and support them. And we're going to go there, too. So, yeah. And we'll try to have somebody from that podcast on in the near future to talk about the office and also talk about that festival. Talk about an episode they like. Okay. Addie's checked out. So I'm just going to say <laughs> on behalf of me and Roy Anderson, <laughs> Albert. Just got some stuff to say. Do you have anything to say? Bippity boppity. Give me the soppity. Yeah, that's right. Gotta get get paid, son. (laughs) I'm declining to speak first. Oh, I ruined it with my burp. Sorry. <laughs> Walk up to the five. <laughs> okay, I'll start. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's go into the other. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's switch. Can we switch locations for yeah. recording? Yeah. <laughs>